Hello, everybody, and welcome to Movie Reel, and happy holidays! I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And I'm Kevin Tracy, and I am so excited to be talking about this episode. Uh, but before that, uh, if you want to give us a like, follow, subscribe, you can follow us on pretty much every major platform that supports any type of podcast, and uh, leave a suggestion for your next episode, and we'll be sure to cover that. Uh, but this week's episode, we're going to be talking about some non-traditional Christmas movies uh, that kind of fit a, an interesting niche this month. Uh, Say, why don't you take it from there? So, like, back it up a little. We were talking about what should we do for December. And, you know, I, I think we, wa- we wanted to stick to kind of a general theme. And we stumbled upon, uh, Kevin, as you said, non-traditional <laughs> Christmas movies. Because there's, like, I mean... I don't want to get into it completely, but like, you know, there's plenty of movies out there where Christmas is just in the background and there's plenty where Christmas is a major part of the movie, but it's not like your standard, like, oh, magic and gift giving, it, you know, it's a little uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, more it's, off base. <laughs> yeah, it's not, it's not, this isn't like, these are movies that you traditionally wouldn't, like, watch with, like, Grandma while making gingerbread cookies or gingerbread houses or stuff like that. I would that. say today, I would say this is definitely a Christmas movie, though. Oh, 100%. I would say 100 because Christmas, it would not make sense without Christmas. Yeah. If the movie can happen without Christmas, then to me, that's not really a Christmas movie. Yeah. Um, uh, I Yeah, but with yeah. a movie of the title called santa's sleigh i feel like christmas needs to be a kind of a pivotal point in the, in the story and it's funny because it sounds like sleigh like what he rides but actually it's sleigh like murder <laughs> how delightful fun for the <laughs> whole family that's what it says on the back of the dvd delightful no, actually, what would it say on the back it would be uh, like no, it's, uh, the tagline is uh spreading holiday fear which uh, Santa says the tagline in the movie. Yep. <laughs> Which is, I was like, I Just didn't even, for- I don't think I realized that was the tagline. But look, thinking back now, I'm like, how many times have I heard the tagline of a movie in the movie? Probably more than you'd think. Probably, but like this, I again, not knowing it was the tagline, I feel like I would have been like, hey. I think if, if they said Santa Slay, I would have been he, something. Some they they made some comment calling it Santa's slaying everybody. I would have been like, ha! But they never once said the title. No, but they I did say the tagline. I don't even think they ever said the word slay, other than they did not. Ac- other than an actual slay, like the, they the, did not the, the cart. Yeah. Um, so yeah, we're talking about Santa Slay. Yeah, let's just kind of jump right into it with the opening scene of this movie, which is a star-studded cast. And I actually recently found out that um, the director of this movie wanted to do something similar to Scream that had a star-studded uh, opening cast, like Scream, which had like uh, uh, Drew Barrymore in it and have it kind of kind of psych you out thinking like, oh, she's like a really like high-paid actress, so she's clearly in the rest of this movie. No, we're axing her off in like the opening scene. And they do the exact same thing with this, with uh, Fran Drescher, uh, Chris Kattan, and uh, James Caan, a, a couple other uh, actors. And it is James Caan. That was so bizarre. It was, and yeah, it, it. You would never think that any of these actors would be in a movie called Santa's Sleigh and would be willing to like 
yeah, I'll get murdered for five minutes in this movie. He's like, what? And I was thinking, this is 2005, which, first of all, this movie, just the way it was shot and lit, it looks like it could be a Disney Channel movie. It, it does not look like a horror movie, it, and it, it's consistent throughout. So it's which is kind, which is kind of I find I found hilarious. It did not at all look like it would be a horror movie. It looked like it would have been like a kids movie. Um, but anyway, when like James Caan, this is a couple years after Elf, which for some reason I found just hilarious. Like because <laughs> Elf is pretty timely Christmas movie that everybody yeah. watches and the fact that for some reason a couple years later he was in this this movie for like five minutes before he's murdered seriously it was yeah it was like it was like two years after Elf Elf came in yeah. 2003 um, yeah but yeah no it, it was just really funny because watching the movie you're thinking like oh like Maybe, like, it's going to be someone related to this family is going to be, like, the main character. No, it's just a completely random occurrence of Santa just murdering this, this albeit a horrible family. Like, these are all horrible people. They're like, all terrible like, people. Like, none of um, them are worth rooting for. Like, none of them have, like, a shred of, like, any anything, like, worth rooting for. Like, the wife of, like, Chris Kattan is, like, a nosy nag. He's, like, shamelessly, like, cheating on her with Fran Drescher, who is reciprocating that and cheating on James Caan. And James Caan is just an asshole. And the two daughters are just kind of, like, you know, prissy kind of... Uh, there. Uh, yeah, well, they're there, but they're also, like... I remember one of them gives like a says like a prayer. It's like I was like, "Thank you, God, for not making us poor and making the middle class work harder to make us richer." It's like, okay, you you are all horrible. Um, they're 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 hoping they're like, we better get a Kate Spade bag bag this year. Yeah, like, like it's like okay. I will say Fran Drescher. I've never been a huge fan of Fran Drescher. Like it's really nothing personal. I've just never I never watched The Nanny. Like I know some people that like love it, love it and Yeah, I, I her I, voice I never... often bothers me and this time it did not. And I don't know if it's like she plays it up often yeah. or well, what, but her voice was like still her voice, but it was toned down a well, little bit. Well, when I fir- when I first watched this, I didn't realize that that was Fran Drescher until after I after the movie or like on my second viewing. But um yeah, the opening scene, just Santa just busts through the chimney and, like, drop kicks his Pomeranian into a ceiling fan. It's like, oh, we're not even waiting. This movie's just going off the rails right off the bat, and it is hilarious. It hits you with both barrels within the first two minutes of this movie, just kind of setting the tone for the rest of the movie. It's like, well, you're going to get an hour and a half or however long of just this. It's like, I'm okay yeah, with that. Yeah, this was a pretty short movie. This yeah. was like an hour and 24 minutes, which I got to say, there was a couple, there was at least uh, maybe a total of five minutes at least of like padding. The credits were kind of long. And before we even get to the end credits, which is filled with, uh, like it cuts back and forth between credits and bloopers. Before we even get to the credits, the movie's done it's just showing a bunch of like unused shots. Like, and I didn't understand why, like that could have been the credits. Like I've just of like, you know, putting the names with the right person, but it was just random shots where I'm like, what, why am I, why am I seeing this? 
why I don't remember. I think I, I don't think I saw this angle before. It was just so <laughs> random, and I'm almost positive it was there for padding purposes. Just make the movie like maybe two, three minutes longer. Yeah, I and I totally get that, but I mean, it got to a point where it's like the story has clearly been told, so it's, there's really not much else to do uh, at that point. Uh, if that makes any sense. I mean, just roll the credits. Yeah. Um, there was just no need for that. And I thought, like, the credits are already cutting back and forth between bloopers. Like, why do we need this random, like, just random shots of the characters? Like, I already saw the movie. Yeah. I mean, I mean, it is what it is. But, I mean, for what it was, I thought the movie was, was very entertaining. Um, it's a fun movie. It's yeah. definitely, it's definitely a, it is a horror, but it is a comedy. Like, it's not scary. It is gory. Um, I mean, it's it's not that gory. In my it's opinion. just more like Santa kills people in very creative ways. Yeah, I mean, I mean, for the most part, it's just a really juvenile movie, and it's like as juvenile as like watching, um, like like Beavis and Butthead. Like, it's just a lot of like pretty immature jokes. Uh, like some of them are like pretty funny. Like there's like uh, it's like oh, Grandpa got run over by a reindeer because <laughs> it's like Santa uh, really. <laughs> yeah, like it, it's just like a lot of like like holiday themed jokes like relating to the situation like that, and it's just it's all around just a funny movie. <laughs> um, and I just I I love uh that the actor that they have playing Santa uh Bill Goldberg who's a former wrestler. It it shows because he's like pretty much like doing all of his own stunts. It's not like a like a jump cut kind of thing with like a like a Friday the Thirteenth or or another slasher movie uh, where it's just like a gratuitous kill. Like all of this stuff, like this man is clearly having a blast doing this. He's like drop kicking people. He's like throwing them around, and you see like the whole thing. So it's it's I I kind of like that there was a, like a little bit of authenticity. Uh, to the movie in terms of like actually seeing Santa doing all of this rather yeah. than it's like oh that's clearly a stunt double or like it's just a guy in a mask or something like that it's like no you see his face the entire movie that's that's all the same guy it's because yeah because I mean it's it's Santa so yeah. to have a mask would have made not a ton of sense. Well, well I but, mean, I, I'm just no, I know, I know, example, I know you. No, I know what you mean. But like, that's what it worked to see his face the whole time because, like, oh, it's Santa, not the Santa you ever want to ever meet or deal with. Um, but speaking of, let's talk about the cast for a second. So, yeah, our main character is his name is Nick. Is it what Nick, is his last name? I thought Nicholas, I heard he, Nicholas Yulson. I thought I couldn't tell if. Maybe I just for some reason thought it was Yulston or Yulstein, but it sounded like everybody was saying it differently. I don't know. But there's so there's uh, Nick, there's his friend. Uh, so it's Mary McKenzie, but she goes by Mac and she's into him. And because he she's is a, just because she's a tomboy, but he is just not getting it. Yeah. <laughs> and <it's> like, yeah. <laughs> and then there's their boss. They work together at like a sandwich, like a butcher shop. Um, yeah their boss, who's the only Jewish guy in town. And then there's uh, Nick's grandpa. And yeah. there's the town pastor. This, I will say this movie. Pastor Timmons. The, I will say the thing about this movie that I thought was kind of insane was almost everybody, not everybody, but 
almost everybody I have seen in something. This is oh, not, yeah. it's, it's like, it's, it's so weird. It's like a cast where it's like, you might not be like, know their name, but you've, you've seen them. You've most likely seen them in something. Yeah. And I, I just thought which, that was hilarious. Yeah. I, I, I honestly really liked that. It was just, it was, just, it was a variable, like who's who in terms of like, it's like, I recognize that guy. It's like, Oh, he's from like warehouse 13. Like I've seen this guy in this comedy. I've seen this guy in this horror movie. It was just, Everyone I think the only like, person I was not that familiar with was the guy that was Santa. Uh, I think everyone else I've seen in something. I recognized which... him as like the main bodyguard from Looney Tunes back in action. <laughs> he's like Wait, so the he's main... done other movies. Yeah, he's done other he's done other stuff. Um, but yeah, okay. he's like he's like the main like silent bodyguard who then at like near the end of the movie he like like unzips his suit and he's, he's like actually like the tasmanian devil or something like that huh. i don't know okay. it's been a while since i've yeah. seen the movie but i do i do vividly yeah. remember that he was in that and i just looked that up <laughs> yeah um but yeah i've seen so many people so i was like wait a minute i know this person oh this it's this guy oh it's this guy that's it was just it was just funny to see um like honestly this movie would have been like a great drink drinking game of like i recognize that person take a shot or like, yeah Oh, like, like, oh, yes, there are so many, like, this is definitely a movie that's, it's trying, I don't want to say it's, like, trying to be bad. There are some, I only had a couple of, like, sort of issues, but I feel like for the most part, it's pretty fun for what it is. If anything, it it was trying to be fun. It wasn't trying to be, it was not, it was trying, it was not, no, nothing was taken that seriously. Yeah, no, like, and, like, for the most part, like, this isn't, like, one of those like kind of movies like Birdemic or Sharknado where it's like trying to be a bad movie to kind of like take its spot in notoriety. Like this movie is like just doing what it wants to do for the sake of being fun. And it shows like everyone in this movie is having a blast in every scene that they're doing. Like from like the pastor who's basically just being like a sleazy like jerk and taking all the money that the church donated to go to a strip club uh <laughs> which i thought okay the strip club i realized later he drove to it but because he i think just the way the camera was and there were people or maybe he was right next to his truck i don't know i thought the strip club was right next to the church for some reason <laughs> i think it's because we saw like church letting out and then we saw him at the strip club so yeah, I'm like, Wait, it, are they right next to each other yeah it was it was a it was a weird editing i yeah i agree you, okay um, you know what i mean though okay yeah no i, I totally know what you mean um, but it was actually really funny because the director, I, I think it was, they said that it was uh, his grandfather or someone that he knew uh, owned a strip club called Gold Diggers, and that's why they named it that in the movie. And uh, they didn't have any of the licensing rights or uh, anything like that to play really anything on TV, so they just played a lot of uh, footage from when the director was a dilemma, uh, demolition car driver, so they just played footage of that when like Mac and Nick are watching TV together. They're just watching the director driving around in a demolition derby. Huh. Yeah, I saw like the director was like paying like homage to like people in his family and like was there any not character names, but like yeah, like I heard the strip club. Was yeah, one the, of them. yeah. There was that, um, and then there was um also like the the rank there was something bass. Else. There was there was also like the like the flashback scene that's like the stop motion claymation thing that was kind of like an homage, like oh. the old rank of bass cartoons, because he he grew up watching those. Yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Uh, and honestly, that was like a really. Uh, I, th- I think that was like one of that my was favorite creative. scenes. Yeah, that was a good. It was one of those. I was more just surprised because I realized, okay, this is probably a lot cheaper than, uh, you know, having it live action. But but I will. But I will appreciate that it's not just animated. It's like the stop motion like puppets that we, you know, like like Rudolph or um, Frosty the Snowman. No, not Jack Fro- Jack yeah. Frost. I, yeah. I, I was I was about to say Frosty. I'm like, no, wait, not yeah. Frosty. Um. Like, I even if, like, I didn't necessarily grow up watching those, but I've seen those, like, it's, like, in the background. Like, I've seen, like, bits and pieces, but I, like, I recognize that's what they were trying to do, which I was wait, like, wait, that's wait, actually... You never, wait, you never watched those before? I don't think I sat down and watched them. Like, I've seen them. Like, it would be on somewhere, but I every, don't think I, like, went out of my way to watch it. I swear, I learn something new about you every day, and every time that's I get not... a little bit more disappointed. <laughs> What? No, like, I've seen them. Like, I know what they are. It was not something I went out of my way to watch. It'd be like, maybe it was just on, or I was some, I got a Christmas something and it was playing and I watched it for a few minutes. Like, it wasn't, I'm aware of it and I would catch, like, like pieces of it, but I didn't, like, go out of my way or sit down and okay. watch it. Okay. Um, but anyway, <laughs> um, um, we just get into the plot of this movie. So <laughs> yeah. So so the whole premise of this movie is that uh, I believe a thousand years ago, Santa lost a bet to an angel, where the bet indicated that if Santa won this uh, a curling contest, that he would get the angel's soul. But if the angel won, then the day of Christmas, uh, which I guess like was originally like the day of terror because in this universe santa is the son of satan he's the only son of satan uh instead of being like a day of terror it's going to be a day of cheer and he has to deliver gifts to children all over the world and then the angel wins santa has to do all that but now in 2005 a thousand years over and now he is on his murderous rampage and is slowly trying to find the angel who that did this to him and he's found him in Hell Township because he, the angel said you would have to go to Hell and back to find me. So he just hid in Hell Township, which is I thought was really funny. I thought that was funny, but I was like, "What a name for a town! Like not just Hell, but Hell's Township." Like okay, um, but yeah, this is I will say this was something that I that did kind of. I feel like my biggest issues with this movie was that it wasn't, there were a lot of these tiny things that could have been explained or they could have given a reason to or something. And they just completely ignored it. Like, so we find out Nick, um, he, so again, he's working at this butcher shop and the, they're dealing with this like mean, like swearing, like old lady who's saying, you're probably going to be as crazy as your grandpa. So we know, and we meet his grandpa and he seems, he's kind of quirky. He doesn't kind of come off to me as, crazy but yeah he kind of reminds me of um bell's dad that's what i was yes i was like he reminded me he was like a mixture of like uh maurice uh, in beauty and the beast and um uh there was someone else i was thinking of too he reminded me yeah he he's like quirky he's not like psycho which is how i was like prepared i was expecting him to be but like he his grandpa makes comments like you know, I've raised you, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, where are his parents? They never yeah, once it, say anything it, about I, them. I, yeah, it's never explained about his parents. And I think his grandma was, like, mentioned, like, 
like once or twice in conversation and like that was it when did she die like that stuff just isn't really ever explained but um the grandpa basically is explaining to him how santa is you know like the child of like satan he is satan or he's like a kid of satan yeah uh, okay so he was he basically like reads like this like old old book and it's written in German, which they both are, I, I guess. I didn't know angels could be German. I guess so in this universe. Um, it, so he's saying that in the in the history of the world, there are there have only been two immaculate births. The first being uh, the Virgin Mary and their son Jesus, and Satan and the Virgin Erica and their son <laughs> Satan. And as soon as he said that, it reminded me of the uh, the John Mulaney joke of like how everyone in the Bible has like really weird names, but they oh, yeah. just have normal names. Like Josiah and his and his wife Betty. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but he he's reading it, and uh, Nick is just like, "This is dumb and ridiculous, and you're losing it, Grandpa." And then later, he looks through it on his own, and that's when we get the like uh, puppet like animation of the curling match and all that. And then he, I guess suddenly just believes it and then goes on this like sand. What is it called? The go ad, like the Santa site, like the Santa oh, tracking yeah. site. Oh, yeah. And so, I was like, so, so it's originally the site. It's, it's a spoof on like the NORAD tracking system, which came out like, I think like a year or two before the movie. Uh, it's just kind of like a funny thing that like, you know, like that kids can like, oh, we're going to track Santa because NASA is like letting us do this. But in the movie, they call it Gonad. And I forgot what the actual abbreviation is, but I, I thought that was a, a funny kind of play on words. Um, it's like, but he, like hey, yeah, man, they said yeah. Gonads. But he just like, it seems to accept this pretty quick. And then the next day he... Uh, like so his um boss is at work and santa kills him with a menorah and yeah, he's he stabs him he impales him to a wall like a like a couple feet off the air through the throat and st- yeah like i thought that was actually a creative kill it was a creative kill but then when like nick shows up he tries to pull the menorah out and like thinking for and and for a second his boss is like still alive and then I'm like, he's trying to pull the menorah out. I'm like, one, one, what is that going to do to your tampering with a crime scene? And then the police come and I thought they were going to like, he was going to be like questioned for it. Like, yeah, like because he's right in the middle of the crime and he's got his hands all over the body. And then they're and then they nope, they got to make some uh, because the boss is Jewish. They got to make some Jewish uh, jokes. Murder like jokes. Some, something doesn't seem kosher here. It's like, <laughs> yeah. what? Well, yeah, because clearly this is CSI Miami. We and have then, to make a funny yeah. quip about this very tragic event. So then he gets taken to the, um, like, but then I guess uh, there were witnesses that said they saw Santa, like, just walk right out of the store, like, right before the kid showed up. And yeah, then like, they, yeah, like, uh, yeah, yeah, there was, like, witnesses that said that, and it's just, like, clearly, so he immediately goes, like, Santa must have done this, so they take him to the police to question him, and, of course, the chief, whose name is, like, I forget his first name, but his last name is, uh, Kalk, but it's, it, it's, it's pronounced Kalk, but it's, spelt like uh like c-a-u-l-k 
So, like, as soon as, like, I saw that, I was like, oh, we're going to get a lot of cock jokes, aren't we? And we do. We get quite a few cock jokes. It's like, man, yeah. that guy sucks. Who, cock? <laughs> oh, but then also there's, like, isn't there, like, another, like, the captain? Or there's another person there that's named Bush. And one's like, I've only ever worked for cock. You're not a fan of Bush? Not a, not saying I'm not a fan of Bush, but I like cock more. And it's like, oh, my <laughs> God. <laughs> Oh, and, and then there's, like, another, like, cop there that uh, is, like, keeping track of, like, all, like, the mysterious, like, murders and deaths. It's like, huh, it kind of looks like a Christmas tree, doesn't it? Because he's, like, putting yeah, flags around. It's like, it's like, it's like, really? <laughs> but then, uh, actually, before that, so the night before our first, like, uh, I guess our first intro, was that our first introduction to Santa? No, but, like, Santa kills the, like, mean, like, old lady. Yeah, he just, and, like, runs her off the road. And then, uh... <laughs> but after then, he says, move, bitch, get out of the way. <laughs> and, oh, we actually skipped, uh, a scene that I know you actually have a fun fact about. Uh, the pastor is doing his, like, Christmas Eve mass, and he's oh, basically yeah. doing this whole speech about... You know, everyone's putting money in for collection. He's like, no, give them bills, not coins. And it's so yeah, he it's can like, use it for a strip club. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then he goes to the strip club and it's like, he, yeah, he goes to the strip club on Christmas Eve in a very small town where he is the known pastor there, which kind of blew my mind that he even decided to do that, not go to like a town over. So like, no one knows who he is. This is he a weird, uh, yeah, this was a weird yeah. small town because it seemed to be one of those small towns that's like, everybody knows each other, yet it's also, it's really small and really big. It has a bunch of stuff, but it's also, nope, it's still a small town. It's not a city. And yeah, he goes and he's the only person in the strip club, or not the only person, but the only like yeah, known person yeah, in the strip yeah, club. yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's like the only customer there. Like Which, he even goes to like yeah, he even talks to like bouncers like how's it how is it in there? It's like real dead, Christmas Eve, you'll be getting a lot of attention tonight. And it's like he knows he's the pastor too, which I thought was hilarious. And he called just before he was like on the phone with his wife saying, like, I'll be back I'll be home soon, honey, and it goes into a strip club. And I'm just thinking, going to a strip club on Christmas sounds so sad. <laughs> that is so horrifyingly sad and then it gets even more sad because then santa shows up and yeah for, first he first he gives like his keys to his sleigh to like a valet to go park it and then when he leaves and comes back uh the um his hell deer which is just a, a bison that they uh dyed uh like white uh yeah. ate the valet uh and on his way in he kills the bouncer uh I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying to go scene for scene. I actually wrote notes for this. Oh. <laughs> uh, so he goes in. He like is like ho ho hoes, and he's like talking to like one of the like cocktail waitresses that walks in front of him. Uh, kisses her because like, hey, we're under the mistletoe, and that gets the attention of like the other bouncers, and he like promptly like takes them out like no problem, and that causes like everyone to kind of like freak out. It's like, oh, what the hell's going on? He kills, like, the other two patrons. The pastor kind of, like, sneaks out. And uh, while he's, like, fighting the bouncers, he, like, jumps onto, like, there's, like, a stripper, like, doing, like, this, like, trapeze act. Like, I don't even know what's going on in this strip club. Like, on, uh, like, some, like, swinging bars, like, on the stage. 
And in doing so, he basically like puts his head between her legs. So, and the fun fact that I have that you mentioned that I had was um, that actress had a stunt double and the stunt double was the one that we see in that scene that is like swinging on the, the bars with like Santa, like on there. Um, those two hit it off really well that they actually got married shortly after filming the movie. <laughs> That is, that was, when I saw that scene, I was just like, what in the, what the hell, Santa? And then, God, that was just, that whole scene was just so, like, it was so absurd, but it was kind of funny, because it's just, like, Santa's just completely, like, I I don't know, he's creating so much destruction in this strip club. (laughs) And, and of course, of course, because of this movie because of the type of movie it is all of the women are completely topless like yeah it's a strip club (laughs) yeah no i know i know but like what did you expect them reading bibles (laughs) no but like i think maybe one was wearing like bikini top they were all just topless and i just which i was like okay yeah it's a strip club and but then like uh there was one part that i did find kind of i did find funny where he um when he's by the front and all of the strippers are like against the wall and their heads are just peeking, <laughs> peeking out. Yeah. Like it's a cartoon and they're all stacked on top of each yeah. other. And then he, uh, you know, starts a fire and yeah. Uh, and bef- before that, uh, one of my favorite scenes is like, he's about to like take like, like rip like one of the stripper poles out and use that as like a weapon oh, before yeah. he touches it. He like, is like about to grab him and he goes like, Ugh, and then he pulls out like, <laughs> like, like Windex or something and like sprays it and cleans it off. And then swings it around and uses it as a weapon. Yeah, that was... I saw that and I was like, wait, is he cleaning it? I mean, I understand why he would clean it. But I thought that was just such a, like, nice little, like... I'm wondering, like, was that in the script? Or was that decided on, like, that day? Or was he just like, hey, I have this idea. Mind if I clean the strip club? Because (laughs) it's gross. And they're, like, just probably went with it. But I thought that was a really nice touch. Um, yeah, I, I thought that was hilarious. Yeah. And then, uh, oh, so we didn't actually talk. Uh, Mac goes over to Nick's uh, house. And again, we like we said, she's into him. He is just not picking up on it. And yeah. she gives yeah, him. Well, well, on their way back, like she gives him like a lift home or, or yeah, she gives him a, yeah, she gives him a lift home. And on the ride there, he's just kind of like complaining about Christmas because his grandpa doesn't really celebrate it because spoiler alert, he's the, he's the angel that tricked Santa. So he doesn't really celebrate it because he's like really paranoid about being found by Santa. So that's why they never really celebrate it. And he says like, Oh yeah. Like I never really got anything for Christmas. And like, I always wanted like, you know, like castle Grayskull or like transformers or something. So when later on, uh, she comes and gives him like a present for Christmas. Like you never had a real present, so here you go. He opens it up and it's a gun, and it's like it's like. And the first thing he says, like, not to sound ungrateful, but what are you fucking retarded? It's like, wow, okay, I didn't know we could say that. But she, then, but he says, you got me a gun, and she's got this look on her face, like, do you like it? And I'm like, okay, you know, before I was on you i was with if you he's not picking up on it but now you're coming off as like a psycho and then it turns out like it's not actually a gun it's like uh it's it's a knockoff transformer and I, I thought it was oh really okay 
I because I saw like this really funny review. It's like this woman just got you a knockoff transformer within an hour on Christmas Eve. Marry this woman now. Oh yeah. I, oh, was that the um, was that the good bad flicks? Yes. Yeah, I st- I, st- I was watching that. I don't think I finished it. Um, but uh, yeah. When I saw and I. I don't think I realized that that was a transformer for a second, just because. I mean, it was just like it, well, it's that, that's the thing. It's not. It's like, some, like yeah, but like, the type, yeah, that just like that basically just has like. A, I thought a that I thing. thought it was going to come back though and be like relevant to the story later. Uh, other than Santa, when later when Santa finds them and he he sees it, he's like, because apparently it was Max's dad's, and she just like you know he doesn't use it anymore. She just took it and wrapped it and gave it to Nick. He finds, Santa finds it. He's like, I gave this to so-and-so Mackenzie. I don't know, whatever, how many ever many years ago. It's like, wow, he's still, he, I love how he, despite, you know, all the murdering, um, he still is like a, that's like a very kind of classic Santa trope of he remembers every gift he ever gave. And I'm like, ah, so he still remembers all these things, but he's, you know, uh, like I don't even know, murderer is a little too. <laughs> yeah, murderer is too like obvious of a word. Um, uh, but yeah. Anyway, so later, yeah. So Mac picks him up from the police station after he's being questioned, and <laughs> then he gets pulled over by a cop, and they see it's Santa, and and they're like, I guess Mac just has a gun in her car. That yeah, her it's later explained that like her. Yeah, her, it's later explained that her dad's just, like, a huge gun nut, so he just pulls out a shotgun and shoots Santa, and then it's like, oh my god, you shot Santa! And then they go back to Nick's house, and he says that to his grandpa, who just happens to have, like, a secret bunker underneath their house that to monitor, like, the entire house and, like, stay safe. And it's like, oh my god, you shot Santa? Oh, he's not gonna like that. <laughs> and just his delivery of that just seemed like... So like, um, like like a parent like playing like make believe with their kids like oh he's not gonna like that kind of kind of like response and I just thought that was like really funny it's like that is how a grandpa would respond to a a, so, a silly statement like that it's like you shot Santa oh he's not gonna like that <laughs> yeah this was just it <laughs> there are no words for so many things about this movie. Um, <laughs> but like that, yeah, they end up hiding out with the grandpa and then, okay. Yeah. Then we get to the, they escape and his sleigh runs over the grandpa and, oh, grandpa got run over by a reindeer. And then we get like, again, very, it's a very nineties, 2000 esque, like they're on a snowmobile and like being, I mean, being chased by like Santa and uh, his like, sorry, what, what was it called again? It's not a. The, the thing pulling a sleigh. What was it again? Uh, it was it was a bison, but he calls it a, a hell deer. Uh, yeah, um, and a, a fun fact about that is um, there's several scenes in the movie where like you see Santa like quote unquote like flying around in his sleigh. Um, so they had to create a special harness in order to lift the bison up to kind of give it the look that it's flying around, but. They could only really do that for 30 seconds before, you know, the thing could, was, like, freaking out. And this thing weighs, like, 1,200 pounds. Like, this is a heavy animal. So they had to take uh, 
like as many shots and as many angles of this thing as they're flying and recycle it throughout the movie. So if there's there's a couple times where we see um, similar like angles and shots of like Santa or like the reindeer, like quote unquote reindeer, doing the same things while they're flying is because they only had like X amount of like minutes and seconds to work with of them flying. Yeah, I saw that too. And I was just like, I, I was more just surprised. I'm like, how, cause they, they, yeah, they wanted to use anim- animatronic. That was not going to work or too expensive. And I'm like, is it, this is, this is cheaper. To, I, <laughs> to well, originally, originally they wanted to go animatronic. Yeah. But, uh, that, the the concept art that they had for that they they had very much like uh like demonic looking reindeer it it, it kind of looked something like um uh like oh god I'm I'm trying to think of a word to describe it it was like a normal looking reindeer but it had like a lot more like feral like fanged teeth like almost like a saber tooth tiger and it had uh extremely sharp antlers and they were basically going to have like uh I think they said that they were going to have a couple scenes showcasing like the reindeer, like impaling multiple people with them. And they, I think they were going to have more than one, like a, like a full sleigh ride of a uh, uh, reindeer, but they ended up sticking with the one hell deer and use a bison instead. Um, which I honestly kind of like that. Yeah, no. And, and that's like, it was just, uh, it was just funny when I was like, "Oh, that was a real bison." Okay, yeah, like they—it's a lot of every a lot of things in this are practical, um, and you know, practical is always better. It holds up, and they used a yeah. real bison, and obviously that looks that that will always hold up because it's a real bison. Um, um, but the bison's like trying to ram them, and then Mac punches it in the face, and then they're able to like get away, and then. I just more thought of, I was so confused though, like, okay, yeah, it made sense once we found out that uh, Grandpa was the angel, because he shows up again as an angel, but I was just like, why is he so determined to kill this, like, to kill Nick and Mac? Like, he has a town full of people he can kill very easily, and- I think he wanted to. I think he specifically wanted to kill Nick because he was a descendant of an angel. So it's like, oh, I need it. Like, it's kind of the rule of thumb is that you kill all living descendants of your mortal I mean, enemy. That kind of if they survive, they're gonna want. Yeah, revenge. no, but at the time, I'm like, why is he wasting his time? Like, okay, he's gonna probably run into them eventually. Why not go kill other people? That's what I just didn't. Because I'm like, it kind of almost reminded me of like for a minute of like Thirty Days of Night of. He's just, all, all of his, like, kills are within the vicinity of this town. But, like, yeah. he has, he has, so they find out, um, uh, Christmas for him ends at 7pm because midnight, it's, it'll be midnight at the North Pole at 7pm, uh, where they are. And then yeah. there is this whole thing, and the whole time they're just like, we gotta make it to 7, we gotta make it to 7. And then they make it to 7, and, um, grandpa angel is like there's kind of like they didn't defeat him he's still alive and they're like he's like no he doesn't have powers now and i was just kind of thinking like why i wouldn't have made more sense for them not to know that and then maybe the grandpa tells them as an angel 
because the it just seemed it just kind of seemed stupid to me that they're like we got to make it to seven we got to make it to seven then they make it to seven and santa's still around and they can't def- they're still ha- struggling to defeat him and then uh yeah it, like, it, it, it was very unclear on like the rules of that because it 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 was established like very late in the movie and it kind of seemed like they were like it seemed like they were second guessing themselves as they were saying it too. So that, that that's part of the movie that was kind of unclear to me. Um, but it, it doesn't like subtract from the movie because it just like the whole time they're running from uh, Santa, like they're, they're like running from him, on, like snowmobiles and basically hitting every ramp and jump in town. Like, I swear to God, they hit like 10 ramps throughout this town. It's like, are you, is your town like secretly like, uh, like a Tony Hark, like <laughs> skateboard park, like something like that. Like, I, it I'm is so, in the summer. Like, what the hell is going on? Um, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and on their way from like escaping him, they like pass by like a bunch of hunters, like shoot, like skeet shooting. Oh, and we meet Max's um, dad, that- who she's been talking about the whole movie, but we also meet her brother, who I don't think she ever once mentioned. And I'm like, wait, she has a brother? Was that ever mentioned? Uh, no. Like she just mentioned her dad, like I think once or twice. Yeah, like the dad, like I knew she had a dad. Like that was established enough, but when I was like, and it got clear that she had a brother. I'm like, wait, what? And we're finding this out in the last, like, 15 minutes of the movie? Okay. Yeah, I mean, it's not like her brother was, like, an important character in, like, really No, any it's regard. just, it just seemed he might as, there was no reason for him to even be her brother. It could have just been, like, he could have just been a guy. Like, it just seemed weird to make him her brother when there was never any mention of him throughout the movie. It was just, it was unnecessary. Like, it doesn't change anything. Um... But, yeah, like, they're all, all these hunters, and they're like, hey, why don't you want to kill a flying bison? And they see Santa coming, and they just unload, and then bits of Santa are just raining down on them. (laughs) Well, no, before that, uh, uh, Max Dad hits it with a rocket launcher and blows it up. But when they recover Santa's body, it's the pastor dressed up as Santa and we see the actual Santa walking around in an airport, like uh, buying a ticket to the North pole. Uh, and it's like, do you have any luggage to declare? And he just puts a sack on the desk. And it's like, uh, okay, that'll be uh, gate uh, 16. Uh, Mr. Satan. It's pronounced. Shatan. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck is going but on? But I was like, what are they trying to accomplish? Yes. They're trying to survive the, like the night, but are they trying to like make, so like when angel grandpa shows up again, they do another curling match and, but I'm just like, at the yeah. end, I'm like, okay, is he back to killing next Christmas? Or is he, like, done? I No, like, I, I th- no, he, I think he says, like, double or nothing. Or, like, uh, so, like some basically, like, some kind of, like, deal like that to, like, reset, like, the thousand years. But Santa, like, immediately goes back on his word, cheats, and tries to throw a... Uh, uh, angel grandpa into a pit to hell and like nick saves him like the last minute but it was um it it was just kind of funny because like by that point like christmas is over and santa's leaving but he like tries to do like one more like pass on them and that just 
backfires on him immediately because his reindeer gets killed, his sled's destroyed, and, but like he like leaves the pastor's body because he like like runs into like a parade and like the pastor like ended up like in his sleigh accidentally and he just like 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 uh punched him and knocked him out and he just like I guess he just forgot yeah. to throw his body out. <laughs> so like all the hunters just essentially just killed the okay, pastor. I didn't, I didn't realize though that's how so yeah the pastor so earlier in the movie Santa like uh Mac and Nick are on like the snowmobile and are like driving through town going everybody at like run like get out of here and they're all like what and then they see santa and they're all running and the pastor dressed as santa runs and pushes some women out of the way going move you skanks and then um he ends up uh, i don't remember how but he ends up in uh santa's sleigh like he slips and like lands in the sleigh and then he's just there the rest of the movie and santa like punches him to like knock to knock him out but i'm like why not why not you just kill him why but anyway he gets has him hanging around the rest of the movie until i guess the end where i didn't realize that that's what happened i thought like yeah like everyone like all the hunters think that like the pastor was the one do like killing all the people but like like you know like like nick and mac know the truth but like no one's gonna believe like no it was the real santa it's like no, I'm gonna believe like the pastor just flipped his lid. So and was it to kill pieces everyone. of like the bison that were hit- hitting him? Then yeah, it, oh, it, was, it okay. was pieces of the bison. Okay. Yeah. Um. And I, I was just thinking, like, where's yeah, is Nick and, gonna and, just? What, I mean, his grandpa's. I mean, yes, an angel, but is he just coming back, or is he like, uh, what, what, where is he going now? Yeah. It, yeah, that, yeah, I had I had several questions as well, and I don't think any of that was ever actually uh, no. explained. No, not at all. <laughs> but I mean, th- the movie was this was just a really fun movie. This, yeah, uh, I would definitely recommend it as like this. Definitely fall like it's definitely a Christmas movie because it's it takes place on Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. It definitely has like those like uh, vibes of like you know like oh, we need to, like, come together as, like, a family on Christmas, and, like, this is what's important. We need to appreciate what we have, and, like, you know, like, pretty much, like, everyone in the movie that is being, like, killed by Santa or, like, being directly punished by him show in some way or another that they are not the best people. Like, he's killing, like, a bunch of strippers. He, He, like, uh, beats the crap out of, like, the pastor who took a bunch of like money from the church to go to a strip club. He kills like that horrible family. Um, we see at one point in a movie on Christmas day, a couple of kids, a couple of kids open up, uh, like they're like about to open up their Christmas gifts. And like, they're going like, Hey mom, like, can we open up our motherfucking gifts now? It's like, Oh yeah, sure, honey. It's like, Oh yeah. Like, I wonder what Santa got you. It's like, Oh, I hope it's not some like stupid shit this time. And the gifts explode and their heads are just gone. And the grandma is just like, fuck. Cut to next scene. And I'm like, what? It was just, just a random, like completely out of context scene that could have literally been stitched in anywhere in the movie. And I, I was, I was all for it. Yeah. Yeah. It, that was really, this, this is a really, this is a really fun movie. Um, it's not like, it's not your typical, it's not your standard horror. It's not like, it's not even like, it's, I mean, duh, it's not like your standard Christmas movie, but it's like, it's not even like your standard, like bad movie. Like this is like a truly fun movie. Like you, you will, yeah. I mean, most, I'm assuming there's some people that won't like it. 
I mean, I had fun watching it. Um, <laughs> it's pretty short. We, we talked about this. Like, it's about an hour. It's like a little less yeah. than an hour and a half. Y- yeah, yeah. It's like an like an hour fifteen or something like that. This is definitely a movie I would recommend like watching with like a group of people around the holidays. Th- this is definitely like a fun movie to just get drunk and watching. Oh yeah, there's a drinking. There's there's definitely a drinking game, and I don't know. This is I agree. This is definitely a get drunk and watch or get high and watch. This is definitely a be with a group of people and watch and laugh. Cause you're definitely going to laugh. This, 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 yeah, this movie is definitely best enjoyed with company. So for sure. Uh, so the big question, Kevin, <laughs> is this real? Is Santa slay real? Is it? Yes, because Santa is real. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just leaving it at that. Santa is real. This is happening. See, it's funny because when almost every time we do this, usually I'm like torn. Like I'm like, hmm, this could be real. This could not. This, you know, I don't think that's realistic. I think that's kind of realistic. And I think I wasn't even halfway through the movie and I was just like, this is not real at all. And my biggest reason why I say that is because there's no way that Nick would have just so quickly accepted the fact that, oh, this book is real and that Santa is evil without any, like, reading that book is not, like, evidence. Like. Books, but books never lie. I'm I'm not saying, like, that's, like, that's not, (laughs) that can't be your only evidence that Santa's real and it's a thousand years. What do you got against books, Sam? I don't have anything against books, but. Well, clearly you got some kind of prejudice against okay. books. Why? Okay, forget the okay. book. We're probably going to go into the book aspect. Like, I, it didn't make sense to me that he would just... He, his grandpa's reading it to him, and he's like, you're crazy, grandpa. And then when he reads it on his own, he's like, this has to be real. And I'm like, why is this suddenly... Why do you suddenly believe this just because you're reading it? That's, to me... that To me, that was the one thing that I'm like, I don't buy. I mean, I don't... I mean, I didn't really... <laughs> I mean, all of it was not, not, you don't really buy any of it, but it's like, it's all like, I mean, I guess it's all in a sense logical, but I definitely have to say this is not a real movie. This is not real. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty much on the same boat. I just wanted to. When you said that, I'm like, really? I'm like, oh, oh boy. The one time this. Yeah, it's like, it's like, what, what? You're going to tell me Santa isn't real? I remember in elementary school. I believed in Santa. I thought you were about no, to say it. <laughs> in, I, I believed in Santa way too long because my uh, parents, I guess, we got a letter in the mail from Santa when I was like maybe seven or what? eight. And he was saying how he just saw he had seen us recently when we were in Hawaii or something. And I was like, oh, my God. So because of that, I believed That's in super Santa creepy. for a long time. And then I remember I was in fifth grade and people were like, do you believe in the tooth fairy? And I'm like, Psh, no. And they're like, do you believe in Santa? And I just like, didn't say anything. And they're like, you still believe in Santa? It's like, I got a letter. Uh, hell yeah. And then I think like, I was starting to, hmm, I don't think he's real. And then I think like, I came down, I already pretty much knew, but I came down and I'm like, my parents didn't even bother to stuff their own stockings. I don't think Santa's real. <laughs> <laughs> Something fishy's going on here. Um, yeah, I don't, I, I think at the time I was watching this, I was just like texting you like, is this a real movie? Like I was at a loss for words. Like, um, <laughs> and I, I was but, texting you, uh, I'm sending you a bunch of texts. And then you said to me, 
I'm at a wedding. I can't talk right now. And I'm glad you said something yeah, you because so- I was going to keep sending you texts. I, yeah, I was literally in the middle of a wedding reception when you sent that. Like, I just got my food, sat down, had the whole ceremony. I was at my cousin's wedding, by the way. Um, uh, hi, Michael, if you're listening to this. Uh, hope you're having a fun time. <laughs> <laughs> Tell Swati I said hi. Um, it was... Yeah, it was it was a it was a lovely ceremony. Um, but uh, it, it was it was just really funny. I just sat down, got my food, and I just keep hearing my phone just going like. And based on how many texts and how fast I was getting them, I thought someone was saying something in the group oh. chat that I was in, because like you sent like three texts within the span of a minute, all talking about the opening scene, just like the dog. No, let me see if I can find. It's kind of. Oh, it was. It was so I... funny. Um, oh, oh, and, like, okay. I'm, I, I know. I, yeah. Like I had to send you that, but at the same time, it's like I really want to hear her reaction throughout the rest of this movie. But like, I'm at a wedding. Like I can't. I don't want to be that just, asshole. Just turn your phone off and read them later. It was like I was live tweeting. I just sent you the first <laughs> one. Was this looks like the Home Alone house? And then I'm like, is this movie real? What the hell is this cast? And then I'm not even two minutes into this movie and I'm, what the fuck? And then the dog! When, like, Santa, like, what did he do to the dog? He pu- he punched Dog-ing. it into the ceiling fan and then it launched it back into the chimney where he was just standing and broke several bricks. Yeah, I was, I had no words, particularly in the beginning. But then you kind of get used to all of the, um, y- you get used to all of the absurdity of everything. Yeah. So... It was it was fantastic. Uh, I definitely recommend it. Like we said, watch it with. I recommend watching it with people. You know, I can't. I that would be really yeah, fun. Like it, it was. It had. I had kind of had fun, but I would think I would have way more fun watching it with other people. Well, yeah, one hundred percent. Like this, this movie was like made to be like riffed on. Like th- this movie was straight up made with a thought of like like mystery science theater or riff tracks or something. Like this movie was just like meant to have some kind of live commentary to it. And I am I yeah. am all for it. Yeah, for sure. Uh, uh, so yeah, so that being said, uh, Sam, where can these lovely people find us? I know I said that in the beginning, but uh, uh, why don't you kind of give them a reminder? In case you forgot, we're on pretty much, we're pretty much wherever you can find podcasts. Uh, Apple, uh, Google, Stitcher, Spotify. Um, we're also on YouTube. Um, I believe we're caught up on YouTube. I believe so as well. Yeah, but then if not, we'll then get to work. We might be by the time we might be by the time this episode comes back. I um, don't know. <laughs> and yeah, and uh, please follow, like, subscribe, uh, follow us on Instagram, and yeah, keep listening. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna we're doing other some, some more horror esque, non traditional Christmas movies which for you. I will say the next couple are yeah they're non in the in like. A large sense. They're not a traditional Christmas movie, yet they are definitely people's, like, traditional, they're, they are someone's tradition. Like, people watch these at Christmas. Uh, I don't, Santa Slay, I'm yeah. sure somebody watches this, other than you, Kevin, that watches this every Christmas. I've only started watching this, like, maybe, like, two years oh, ago. Okay. Like, I literally found out about this somewhat recently. Oh, okay. How dare you just assume. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were gonna say you haven't seen this in a couple of years. As soon as I said that, I'm like, oh, watch, you haven't watched this in a couple of years. And then... No, like, it's been a couple of years since I yeah, found yeah. out about it. <laughs> it's only been your life for a few years. 
Yeah. <laughs> Something like that. All right. Uh, so on that note, I'm Kevin Tracy. I'm Samantha Tomlinson. And you've been listening to Movie Reel. Happy holiday, folks, and stay safe out there. Or else Santa's going to get you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Maybe, maybe don't go to strip clubs on Christmas. I think that's just a general rule of thumb, <laughs> yeah, regardless of a murder yeah, Santa. I think that's how I meant it. <laughs> <laughs>